Hey everybody, it's Manimal here. It's Tuesday, March 7th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to go into the center field situation with Leody Tavares' injury. We're also going to talk about that Rangers Cactus League spring training box scored. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys on a Tuesday morning. And we've got a lot of baseball to talk. We are your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers that love the Texas Rangers and love baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And apparently some of you are finding me on Facebook because I've had more Facebook requests in the last six weeks than I've had in the last six years. So thank you for that. And the king of Facebook joining me today, a uh, 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. Big weekend. Uh, getting, we're getting closer and closer to March 31st. I know the training's turning it up. How you feeling, buddy? Talk to me. Where can they find you on socials? Well, I uh, last night I we had the Buffalo Brothers first get-together. Mm-hmm. And after the first 100 wings, thank, thank, thank God big Brent McKenzie – showed up to help me out with oh, the second Jesus. hundred. Oh, Jesus. Um, but uh, I got up early this morning and, uh, and uh, got on the uh, bike this morning and uh, sat on that thing and watched uh, TV from the mm. bike. So I feel like I got some really good cardio in. Mm. And uh, from there, you know, I just kind of picked up on what was going on in the baseball world today, watched uh, or listened to some of the broadcast today on uh, okay. MajorLeagueBaseball.com. Um, but, uh, you know, the training is going fine. I Like I said, I got, the, I got the cardio in this morning, got right on that recumbent bike and just sat there. So, you know, it was mm-hmm. working. Um, but, yeah, last night was a good time out at uh, Buffalo Bros. Um, not, uh, not too big of a – not too big of a uh, – um, uh, a, a gathering yet, but we had quite a few people there last night, and um, hopefully, at this next one, we'll have a, a few more. Um, but enough about Buffalo Brothers. We're going to talk mm. about social media, oh, yeah. and 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 please, if if mm. you can in the future, refrain from calling me the King of Facebook. I uh, <laughs> I prefer right. not to be. I prefer Facebook not to king. be that. Yeah, there you go. I'll call that, you the Facebook. I'll call you Facebook King then. Ooh, that's that's almost worse. <laughs> but uh, um, you can find me on Twitter because you know the it doesn't feel right if we do reverse right roles. So Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal three hundred. Um. Mm. I have a TikTok that you can find me at Bull Pro, and then also the same on Facebook, Bull Pro. And uh, if you if you if you want to, you can just give me the old Facebook phone uh, request on your phone, mm. and okay. uh, before long, we'll be talking on our phones without knowing each other's phone numbers. And that's really the beauty of 2023, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, well, t- today on the show, we got. Uh, you know, we got a couple of things that we're going to talk about. You know, yesterday on uh, Monday on the show, we talked about Leody Tavares not being a big mm. issue until it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. 
And I still don't know if it's a big issue, but today it is a bigger issue and we have something to talk about there. And uh, we'll probably get into that Ranger box score. Huh? That's a pretty good pitching again today. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the thing I'm, I'm, I'm actually frightened of the fact of the thought of you and Brent McKenzie uh, going at it with some buffalo wings. Uh, so well, because yeah, that that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Of, that's like eight. That's like eight hundred pounds or like close to really? at least seven hundred pounds. Yeah, probably, probably something like that. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well. Anyway. So yeah. I mean. Uh, before we get to the Rangers, there there's not a whole lot around the league, uh, but Justin Turner. Ooh, uh, he took one off the eyeball today. Yeah, caught one off the face. Yeah, you don't uh, see that often. It was not pretty. Uh, you don't like to see it either, of course, especially after, gosh, we're both probably scarred from Kirby Puckett. Um, Ooh, or you know, Willie just, Calhoun a couple of years ago. That yeah. one was oh brutal. The broken oh. jaw. Ugh. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's baseball. They are throwing 9,900 mile an hour, like strong up balls, like basically rock at, yeah. at people. And, and, you know, these pitchers aren't afraid to, to come in tight on you. So, uh, well, stuff and, happens, you know. And, I mean, you it know, wasn't intentional at all, I don't think. There was no, no chance, no chance that it was intentional. He just does something, you know, he was trying to come inside and it got away from him. And, you know, Justin Turner's a plate guy. He's going to, he's going to own his plate. So, yeah, it happens. Uh, I don't think anybody's mad at anybody, and I imagine nah. that uh, there's uh, there's absolutely zero heat about it. But yeah. uh, hopefully, it doesn't cost Justin Turner some of his season. Hopefully, he'll be back up there and ready to go in the next couple of days. I also saw uh, another free agent this past year that uh, got a pretty decent little contract. Jose Quintana has okay. a, a stress a, a stress fracture in his rib. So the, mm-hmm. the Mets are down a pitcher to start the season, um, which you just, you, you know, you hate to see it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just hate to see it. And especially for the Mets. Yeah, I mean, Jose Quintana, he had a good, a nice bounce back season last year. And mm-hmm. So, you know, you're hoping to see him get back healthy and, and uh, even if it is for the Mets here. Um, but yeah, I don't have a whole <laughs> lot. I don't have a whole lot more. I mean, there's some. We got a I'm couple sure of. There's a couple, sure there's a couple of things. Yeah, a but, couple of home I mean, run guys. Uh, a couple of home run guys from a couple of home runs from a couple of home run guys. Uh, Tani blasted one off his knee uh, in the a home run from his knee in the the World Baseball Classic, and uh, Aaron Judge got his first spring home run. So that that's about all I got, man. There's not that, a whole lot going on. That one Otani hit went like 420 though. So yeah, yeah. God, yeah. God bless that kid and the the feats he does every time he <laughs> yeah. steps on a baseball field, right? What a uh, well, nature, well I mean, you know, it's good that there's not enough. I mean, like that we don't have a ton of things to talk about in the big, uh, in the yep. whole across the league because we were here to basically talk about the Texas Rangers, yeah. anyways. So I want to segue real fast, like uh, this. We're going to jump right into it because we had a real good conversation off air. I felt like we need to have the same exact conversation. Hopefully, it'll be as good on air. Uh, just about center field and what it looks like, the future of the Rangers outfield. And really just, you know, what, what it looks what it's going to look like for the next couple of weeks uh, while Tavares is injured uh, in that Texas Rangers outfit. I think we both came to the conclusion that it's, it's kind of Bubba Thompson's chance and time to, to step up and show uh, what kind of player he can be right now. Well, yeah, I think that if he, uh, you know, it may be his to lose at this 
very moment, you know, especially with the idea that Tavares probably isn't going to be out very long, but you know how oblique injuries can be. Yeah, they can be they, nagging for sure. Yeah, they're not they're not exactly seven to ten days may turn into twenty to twenty five real fast if if you know things don't heal properly or things don't heal fast and, and it doesn't because you know, when you start moving around, when moments where you're not even really aware you're moving around and, and re injured, mm-hmm. you know, it happens a lot. And especially when you're sleeping and things like that, that you're not aware of the movements that you're making and they're, they're putting more stress on those obliques. So, you know, I'm hoping that it's probably seven to 10 days and they can get Leody enough at bats going into the uh, opening day that he's still probably the, or I'm hoping that he's still the opening day center fielder, but you know, I mean, in in the in the realms of possibilities, that that's not the only one. Yeah. So you know, the other thing is that you know you had you had kind of high of all the players this year, you had a lot of high hopes for Tavares this year. I think it, the way you put it was he's finally caught up age wise, uh, where you know he's he's kind of where he's kind of at a place where he's not the the baby in the group all across the board anymore, and maybe maybe his skills will catch up to catch up. Uh, so yeah, you, you don't want to see this, and and it's another thing, you know, being a, you know obviously I used to be a personal trainer for a long time and trained a lot of athletes, and in baseball, especially baseball and golf, probably unless you're talking quarterback and, and football, but like the rotational element of of uh, of the way that you know they train and the way that players like that that do sports like that move, boxers, the the obliques are like a almost a, an essential. Uh, muscle. I think, you know, if you're an offensive lineman, uh, you know, somebody of that nature, you know, it's not quite as it's something you could probably work around a little bit. It might be a, a you know, pain in the side, no pun intended, but man, a, a baseball player that's throwing and swinging, uh, it, it's a critical it's... thing. And so he's got to get, he's got to, I, I just hope he gets 100% healthy. So we're not dealing with a nagging injury, however long it takes. I think it'd be worth the wait. Well, and yeah, and I think if we're talking a very, very mild strain, that uh, the the best thing is to do is just to take a week, uh, give it a week, see how he's feeling in a week, and get him back swinging a bat when he feels right. And uh, you know, uh, there's no reason to rush anything. It's still the first week of March. The first yeah. full week of March is you know this week, so it's not like we're coming up on a critical time but you know if he's reevaluated on saturday and su- or sunday and he's feeling good enough to take some swings you know like i mean i'm gonna feel good about him making it back for spring training if in a week from now we're still talking about him not even uh continuing baseball activities you know it'll be a little bit more time to start worrying about who's going to play center field uh, on opening day and i guess our yeah. choice is probably um, Bubba Thompson is probably the number one choice because then it doesn't move Adolis Garcia off of right field because you want him to play right field every day. Right. And uh, so I think the, the ideally Bubba Thompson makes enough contact and you don't have to think about it and you can decide which one of those guys between Jankowski and uh, Frazier and uh, some of the other guys that you're going to start looking at uh, or that you have been looking at, uh, you know, are they going to be one of those guys that you keep and put on that 40 man roster spot or uh, when, if Tavares hits the DL, but you know, I don't, I don't want to get that far ahead of anything. Nah. I think 
Jankowski or Frazier might have the best chance of making the team out of spring. Um, but I, th- I would say that those guys probably had the best chance of making the team out of spring, even when Tavares was healthy. So um, I don't want to say uh, a whole lot for certain. I certainly, if we can, if we can keep from it, I would like to see Garcia not move off of right field. Um, so you know, who, who knows? But I, I like well, uh, ideally, uh, Leody Tavares is is healthy opening day, and he's in the lineup. Well, the other guy that you brought up that it was really interesting to me because I've loved this guy since we started, literally started talking about prospects, and that's Louis Angel Acuna uh, with the possibility of him if for some reason the bat's just not there for uh, Bubba Thompson that maybe Acuna might well, be somebody he, that could get he's a He's on the 40, he's, man. He's on he the is. 40, man. He can play center it. field. I don't know how much center field he's played, um, but I do know that uh, when we talked about him as a – as a prospect back uh, on episode 20 of our prospect list, um, uh, our top 20 prospect list, we did talk about him. Ideally center field might be the best place for him to play every day as a Texas Ranger, um, especially in the, in the very near future. So, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, he's on that 40 man roster, but he's, I mean, God, he's only played a handful of games in Double A in the postseason up there. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, he's got ice water in his veins, and I yep. mean, the kid's got big, giant balls. But you know, I don't know that he'll be ready to play big league center field in three weeks. Well, don't put that on Twitter because they might, uh, we might get blocked. I don't want to. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's probably okay as long as I'm not talking about lollipops or whatever. Lolly, well, what well, was that? Okay. The... So, you know, interestingly enough, when you talk about ice cold in his veins, there are some ice cold uh, beverages that are being served out in Martin House Brewery uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. And on March 31st, I had a few last night. Yeah, and on March 31st, Martin House Brewery will be hosting trouble on the trinity too uh and this is a death breath uh joined conjoined with matt war pro and uh texas roughhouse wrestling conjoining together to partner together on uh trouble at the trinity too in which will host the hell's half acre tournament to crown the trinity river heritage champion and our very own manimal will be competing in that so we want everyone listening to the show to Come out and support that show. Texas Rangers with the boys will be repping strong out there in our Rangers hat. I'll be there. Manuel will be there. Manuel will be competing, but we'll also do a show right after opening day uh, there. And then also don't forget on Monday nights, uh, last night they were out there at Buffalo Brothers. They will be out at Buffalo Brothers in Sundance Square every Monday uh, watching wrestling, talking wrestling. And, of course, Manuel is going to be in his Rangers gear talking baseball and wrestling as well. So a lot of cool things going on right now and really exciting things going on around this show. So don't forget, March 31st, Martin House Brewery. Uh, it's going to be Trouble on the Trinity, local professional wrestling event. Really exciting. And I believe there's and last else night, going yeah, on. Yeah, last yeah. night when I was talking with uh, Matt War Pro officials, um, Derek and Jason mm-hmm. and uh, Josh, they told me to make sure and let everyone know to save the date of May 26th. So I don't have any more information than just the date right now, but as we get more information and as we get uh, 
uh, show show happenings and all the mm. details. Um, we'll uh, we'll start releasing them. But yeah, as of right now, May twenty sixth, hold that date for Matt War Pro uh, next show behind Trouble on the Trinity too. So I imagine that'll be the first time the uh, Trinity River Heritage Championship will be defended. But hey, mm. I don't I don't know how that works. You know, I'm not yeah, a, I'm yeah, not a hundred percent sure. I am, just beat people I am, up. I am not the Kevin Sullivan of that outfit, my dude. No. Well, so anyways, let's move on to the uh, Rangers played a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. It was Uh, fast, too. They they got it over in a hurry. It was like two hours. Yeah, the bats fell asleep a little bit on us uh, yesterday. What what happened out there? Mm, Man, I don't know. I I saw old Corey Seager had a a hit. Yeah. And a a home run. But – they didn't have a lot of hits behind that. Um, only mm-hmm. a couple, only a couple from the starting lineup, and then only, I think, only one more from guys that uh, were. But they did have twelve base runners, twelve base mm-hmm. runners. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, twelve base runners. Uh, they just didn't get anything going, you know. I mean, they had opportunities. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Jankowski <laughs> didn't help his case for playing center field in that uh, in that thing today well, by leaving leaving five guys aboard in his uh, first starting yeah. center field out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a big problem. Two, oh. two, two strikeouts. Yeah. 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 Oh the for... other thing is the Rangers only oh for oh, – you, I bet you're about to say mm-hmm. it. Oh, for with runners in scoring position yeah. today. Yeah. yeah oh man. for three. Yeah, Seager's bomb. I mean, hey, they were an Evan Carter sliding catch in the eighth inning away from making that one run hold up. So, right, uh, you know, right. Uh, they the, unfortunately that ball got down, and and Kyle Cody gave up a home run to the next guy, and mm. uh, ended up out of there with four runs given up. But mm. uh, the, you know, that 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 could have been a one nothing win. Uh, if that ball doesn't pop out of Evan Carter's glove on the way back when he hits the ground. Right, um, right. So, so, you know, uh, but gosh, the pitching was great today. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, even Before we move even, on to the pitching, before we get there, I also want to point one more thing out. Um, Robbie Grossman with a hit and two walks. Yeah, he's having a nice spring. He's, yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking, uh, what, 1200 ops right now oh. something crazy like that i yeah, can't catch uh, it. get I the mean, staff I, up just yet and i understand you know it's only it's only oh, yeah, 1200 uh, ops you're right yeah 1200 ops right now almost 1245 1246 yeah. so you know hey nothing wrong with that i i, I don't know that uh, you know that ain't sticking and that ain't you know and no big deal if it doesn't but if he can if he can continue to slice and dice lefties and mm-hmm and, yeah. and play a good left field, you know, you can, you can handle him being in the lineup against righties too. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, don't, don't, don't know, forget you know. the, uh, don't forget the catchers uh, got DC. on base four times today. So yeah, I'm offense still coming out of the catching position. We had lots of, uh, lots of on base from the catchers. They, uh, they've uh, good disciplined bats today, you know, uh, no, no outs from the catcher position today. So in a day where you didn't have a lot good to talk to talk about at the plate, um, a couple of walks from Heim, a couple of walks from Grossman, 
And, uh, you know, Evan Carter just keeps coming up here and having good at bats in, in the big leagues so, or in these big league games. And, mm. uh, you know, Seeger hit a ball 400 feet and, you know, uh, I guess it could be worse. Uh, just to pick it apart just a little more, just to be that guy. But it also looks like Josh Young didn't have quite a too decent of a day either, grounded into two double plays. It's, uh, yeah. that's, that's a little bit rough, too. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be down on it, but it's just – some of these things, no. they paint a picture of why the Rangers maybe struggle so much uh, with all those base runners. But, hey, uh, you know, when you look, when you get down a little bit on this uh, box score and you look at those yeah. pitchers. And, yes, sir. And, 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 I mean, we already talked about Kyle Cody gets a, a, a sliding catch from Evan Carter and this thing's a one nothing win. And uh, yeah. we – so, you know, not too, not too upset about things today. It happens, you know, mm-hmm. I mean – uh, it happens and it, it definitely happens late in, in Cactus League games. You know, uh, it's uh, it's March 6th, man. You know, I mean, it's not it's it's still the first week of full week of March. And I mean, they're already in their second full week of playing baseball. And, you know, so it just, uh, it, you know, the Kyle Cody, he's he's pitched well this spring. Mm-hmm. And 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 like I said, you know, I'm in. Uh, listening to the game, Jared Sandlin made it sound like uh, that was a catchable ball for Evan Carter. So, you know, I mean, maybe Bubba Thompson or Leody Tavares or something like that makes that play just being a little more keen in the outfield as a as an older guy. But uh, but as far as Heaney went today, he was really yeah. good. Heaney Heen had dog. four strikeouts. Yeah, four strikeouts Heen, only. Heen Dog. That's his nickname. Heen Dog. How do you how do you feel about that? You're probably yeah. not ever going to hear me talk about Gollum Matt. <laughs> that's um, official nickname on MLB.com. That's his official nickname, huh? Well, Andrew yeah. Heaney. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but he was good today. He had four strikeouts yeah. and, uh, you know, only a couple of base runners. So nothing wrong with that. He did hit a guy, walked a guy. So he had four base runners and three innings, but he worked around it pretty pretty easily and uh Glenn Otto you know he had a couple of walks in the first inning that he was out there but after that mm-hmm. he settled down real nicely into those those other two innings and and uh Ian Kennedy looking looking steadfast as usual whenever uh, you know he's in surprise yeah yeah I mean I think with Otto I think it was a really good a really good outing for him I think he needed a good outing um just in general not not saying he is on the bubble quite yet but you know, another bad outing or another rough outing, he might be on the bubble because that bullpen, uh, there's plenty of pitching. Uh, there's so his, much on, pitching. Yeah. yeah there's, at there's his level, ton. especially like at his level, you know, that mid, that mid level pitcher guy that can get innings kind of guy. I mean, there's a well, ton and, of those guys and, on this roster. And he's one of those guys that probably as a starting pitcher, he's on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. And as a relief pitcher, he may be on the bubble or he might be at the door, you know. So mm. we'll just see. I think he may be one of those guys that uh, by the end of spring, maybe throw in one inning and then trying to like see where his velocity is and uh, and maybe try him out with just a fastball slider for a little bit and see how that goes and, uh, you know, use his other pitches as needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, Kennedy had a nice little day and, a uh, couple of other little notes, obviously, like you said, super fast game today, two hours and 16 minutes. Like this is why the pitch clock was invented where 
to create games like this because man, the thing yeah, they flew through I, that game. I mean, because it, it's it's to make games like this. It's not to have batters standing in the batter's box looking stupid. So. Um, as mm-hmm. umpires and as officials, they're just going to have to kind of come up with a happy medium on some of this stuff and, mm-hmm. and and work with the players and with the pitchers because we don't want all this, you know, happening. And, you know, players don't want it. Umpires don't want it. Fans don't want it. So we got to just find a happy medium on some of the stuff. And it, it, it doesn't need to be so hypercritical. You know, right. we, we can – we can make this. We can make this a thing where games get over in two minutes or two hours and thirty minutes, and and everybody's kind of feeling good about things. Also, one more note on uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Cody that I wanted to pass along. His mm-hmm. his inning started with a walk and a hit by a pitch. Mm-hmm. And how often mm-hmm. do you see things go well after an inning starts with a hit by a pitch and a walk? No, you. In fact, it, I feel it, like every time you bring that up, we're talking about how it got melted down. Like, and, and <laughs> like the idea that yeah, he almost worked him his way out of it, but he didn't, and he ended up giving up, you know, a big home run, and and that ended up being the difference in the ball game. And uh, you know, I mean, I think it, it's it's hard to get back from those home runs that have multiple runners on base. You know, those three run dongs, those are tough to to come back from. So. Uh, it, Kyle Cody, I, I still think he's in the running to make this squad, but, uh, you know, uh, it would have really helped his favor today if Evan Carter makes a really nice catch and we're not talking about a, a, a three-run homer right behind it. Yeah, I mean, considering that Evan Carter's pretty much already made the team and they're going to put him on the 40-man, uh, if he makes that catch today, he's pretty much the starting center fielder and Leota Tavares can pack his bags. Right. Obviously, that was the thing. And I can't imagine a, a day where the Rangers go on where they don't put Evan Carter on the 40 man because there's nothing like losing that eligibility and that 40 man <laughs> depth to a, to a 20 year old outfielder that's not going to play in the big leagues. So, uh, as much as I love your keen rationale there, the Kev, I think you is might it, have is put... It a, is, is it a full show if I don't overreact to something? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, hey, look, I think Evan Carter is going to play in the outfield at some point for these here Texas Rangers, but I do not think it's going to be on opening day. I yes. think it would be very... Uh, um, it wouldn't be a good idea to put him on the 40 man roster right now. Agreed. I just Agreed. don't think I mean, <laughs> they've got so much time with him before they even have to make a decision. And I think I'd rather watch him play his way into this thing. And I don't think we're that far off with that. Anyways. I think this is, yep. this is a kid that they, they finally found somebody in the second round. That's worth a damn. <laughs> Finally, it took a while, but they've got one. You know, negative seven war guy. I swear to you, they're like career. Like you can look this up in all the years that the Rangers have drafted, they have like a career like two point nine war with second round draft picks. How in the hell is that even possible? How do you do? Like I don't even know how you do that. Like you should accidentally hit on a guy in the second fucking second round. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you got me a little excited there talking I about the that. Rangers' failures that. in the draft. Because, uh, you know, uh, when we were talking about center field, I don't want that guy to be Bubba Thompson, but there's a lot more in that than there probably is in that other way. So yeah. the Rangers yeah. just are one of those teams that they haven't drafted well. And for a team that's won as many games as they did in the in the 
uh, 2000 teens. I mean, like they didn't do much of it on drafting. I mean, none of those guys, I mean, not a, not a lot of those dudes panned out. Remember all the guys that we were told that were untouchable and then, when they finally yeah. made it up here or they got sent somewhere else, they were, I mean, like, I might as well have just lit my dumpster on fire and thrown it out there. Right, right. Well, man, I don't think we got anything else. I think we, I think we've, we've, we've arrived. No, yeah, I think, I think it'll be better, you know, Tuesday. We just have the one box score to talk about, you know, so um, when we jump back on here Thursday morning, we'll have a couple of box scores. Um, and Friday, I was going to ask you the, today. The MLB uh, pipeline top thirty came out for the Rangers. Since they don't mm. play on Thursday afternoon, they've got an off day. Maybe Friday afternoon, we'll go over the the top thirty for uh, of the, oh. the on the on the pipeline or the t- t- I think it's Callis's list. Um, the, so maybe we'll go over that on uh, on Thursday if we've got some. I mean, since we'll have some some time, yeah. Um, yeah. See, see yeah. where we let, see how our list. Yeah, our we'll list go compares to that list. We'll see how Jim Callis and I, uh, what we're thinking on the Rangers, <laughs> and uh, I've looked at it already. It's it's going to be fun. So you know, like I think that'll be something that we can do to kind of fill in a day where we don't have anything game related to talk to talk about. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, let's uh, wrap it up for the night. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for listening to us. It's uh, another another one in the books midweek. Give you something exciting to listen to about uh, baseball during your during your uh, Tuesday morning drive to work. And uh, we just really appreciate everybody that listens to the show. Uh, we're having a blast doing it. And hopefully, you guys are having fun with us. Uh, we are Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of professional wrestlers who love Texas Rangers baseball. You can catch us on social media. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook on TX Rangers WTB. You can go to our website and stream all of our uh, episodes there at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. And we you will have access to get links to iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. The list goes on. So go check us out on there. Go give us a subscribe or a follow online on social medias. We appreciate everybody for listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out. We'll see you guys on Thursday.